Welcome to the Neuroscience Meets Social and Emotional Learning Podcast. In our podcast, we provide support for school leadership in the workplace with a proven approach for implementing social and emotional learning. As it's well known in our schools today and emotional intelligence in the modern workplace with a proven strategy to increase well-being, achievement, and results backed by the most current neuroscience research. I'm Andrea Samadhi, author and former educator who, like you, knows firsthand about stress in today's schools and corporations, along with the effects that this stress has on our well-being, achievement, productivity, and results. In this podcast, we will provide you with the tools, resources, and ideas to implement proven strategies backed by the most current neuroscience research to help you to achieve the long-term gains of implementing these success strategies in your daily life. For more information on our programs, books, and tools for schools and the workplace, visit AchieveIt360.com. AchieveIt360.com. This is episode number 35 Focusing on understanding how the brain works to break those bad habits that zap your energy so you can have a highly productive 2020. Welcome to the Neuroscience Meets Social and Emotional Learning Podcast. My name is Andrea Samadhi. I'm a former educator who's been fascinated with understanding the science behind high-performance strategies in school, sports, and the workplace for the past 20 years. As we're now well into our new year and new decade, I'm sure you've been thinking about ways that you want to improve this year over the last. Have you thought about what specific actions you'll take? Have you thought about the activities that you'll start, stop, and continue doing? This is a good place to start as we're evaluating what worked for us last year and keep doing more of what's working with an awareness of what didn't work. Once we know what we want to change, then we will look at how the brain forms habits so we can break them. What will you start this year? Think about positive behaviors that you'd like to implement in your life. Do you want to be more self-aware, more proactive, more forgiving? Do you want to continue taking more action or more doing versus thinking and planning? Look at the start, stop, continue graphic in the show notes and think about what actions you want to begin this year. What will you stop? Do you have some habits that you need to let go of? You know what they are, the ones that zap your energy and impact your productivity. If you have some habits that are draining you, you'll be well aware of what they are. Write them down. There's never a better time than now to become aware of what needs to go this year. What will you continue? Think about the things in your life that gave you energy, joy, and happiness. You'll want to keep those things on your list for 2020. Whatever brought you focus and inspiration should stay this year. So how exactly do we break bad habits? We must understand how the brain learns to form habits in order to break them. I learned the idea of neurons that fire together, wire together from Mark Robert Waldman. We've seen him from episode 30, the world's leading expert on communication, learning in the brain. If you think about it, it's kind of obvious. Where your attention goes, your energy flows. Never underestimate your own power and be mindful of where you place your attention, especially when you want to improve your focus. This year, be intentional about where you're placing your attention. 
When neurons are out of sync, they fail to link. So when you're not working on or thinking about something that you want, maybe because your attention is being taken away by something else, the neurons will not link. The neural pathways will not be formed. And eventually the neurons for what you want will prune away since you've not applied the correct focus with your attention. This is exactly why people fail to achieve what they want. They've not properly applied their attention. So how can we safeguard ourselves from this happening in 2020? Let's dive deeper into our brain to see what's happening. We have around 100 billion brain nerve cells called neurons that connect the brain to the body. If you took 100 billion sheets of paper and stacked them on top of each other, it would be 5,000 miles high. That's the distance from Los Angeles to London. This puts the vastness of your brain into perspective. Each neuron has one axon with many tails or terminals. When you're learning, the axon terminals send electrochemical messages to other neurons across those tiny spaces called synapses. Learning creates a synaptic connection when you're thinking, feeling, or actually doing something new. New neural pathways are formed, and this is how you create a new habit. Breaking a habit is just the opposite. By avoiding certain thoughts, feelings, or actions, your impulses or neural connections become weaker and weaker. Just as knowledge and skills are constructed in our brains with focus, they also diminish without the focused attention. As we learn, our dendrites actually grow as they make these new synaptic connections. Learning something new happens when we forge these new connections. Neurons that fire together wire together, and neurons that are out of sync fail to link. It's easy to see now that we are what we think about or we create our reality as we do reinforce our neural pathways with attention to the habits or goals that we want. We even reinforce what we don't want when we're thinking, oh, I don't want that piece of pie, or I don't want this project to fail, or I don't want to lose that game, and so on. The neural pathways for I don't want this or that are being formed. See how tricky this can be. Our brain only knows what we tell it, so we must be very careful with our thoughts, feelings, and actions as they'll cause our conditions and circumstances. Are you ready to break some bad habits? Now that we can clearly see how the brain works, we must now apply this to our daily lives if we expect change. This is the hard part. Change is difficult, uncomfortable, and hard work. Most people won't do this, but if you're ready to take your results to the next level, stay with me here. Anyone can break out of old habits and personalize this new knowledge for new results. Once we're aware of what we want to change, then we must take the action steps needed for this change to take place. To mentally prepare for this whole new way of thinking, being, and taking action, I highly recommend reading John C. Norcross's book, Changeology, Five Steps to Realizing Your Goals and Resolutions. This book will prepare you to accomplish something that you've never done before. You can find a PDF overview of the book to get an idea of the five steps he takes you through in pursuit of the change that you want to tackle. Here are five ideas for breaking habits that no longer serve you. Tip number one, replace the bad habit with a good habit and begin to strengthen the new neural pathway. If you want to give up coffee in the morning, for example, replace it with hot lemon water. With time, the neural pathway of the old habit of drinking coffee will prune away with the new habit of drinking hot lemon tea. 
Write out any bad habits that deplete your energy, and beside the habit, write out something more positive that you'll replace the habit with. Let's put this into action. Here's an example. Every year at the start of the year, sometimes over the summer, I do a no sugar, no alcohol challenge for at least 30 days. This year to launch the new decade, I'm doing the challenge for 90 days. If you've never done this, it's really a powerful activity. When you cut out toxins or foods that are known to be bad for our bodies and brains, something amazing happens. After the first two weeks, the cravings go away and you won't miss the food that you used to enjoy. It will actually taste bad if you sneak a taste because your brain and body has become used to the clean, healthy foods, making the bad foods feel poisonous, which actually helps to continue with the new habit. You'll gain a new awareness about yourself with this challenge. When I cut out drinking wine with my dinner, I replace wine with carbonated water, following the tip of replacing the bad habit with a more healthy one, but I drink the water in a wine glass. And I realized with this um, change of habit that it's not the wine I miss, it's actually just the glass. If any of you have tried to change a habit and you've learned something about yourself, I'd love to hear about any new awarenesses that you've had from eliminating toxic foods or habits from your diet or life so that it can help others um, with this awareness and understanding. Tip number two, try brain training. Over time and repetition, you can change old habits and beliefs with guided meditations or affirmations. I use John Asraf's programs at myneurogym.com and Dr. Daniel Siegel from episode number 28. I use his Wheel of Awareness. There's many different meditations or relaxation apps that you can download and use on your phone. The key is to use something. Visit our episode number 25 where Mick Neustad discusses how meditation and mindfulness changes your life. Let's put brain training into action. If you wanna change your brain, old patterns, habits or beliefs that operate within your subconscious mind, brain training is an excellent first step, but it's not a quick fix. Results with brain training will come with time, effort, practice, persistence, and daily application. One day you'll be able to articulate the effect, but it doesn't happen overnight. Brain training has definitely helped me relax about certain things, bringing me more peace, and has been well worth the effort. If you're pressed for time, you don't need to spend a long time doing this. Just a few minutes a day will allow you to calm your brain to improve your results and give you a sense of peace. You can search for mindfulness apps or play music that relaxes you. Tip number three, create a daily habit tracking sheet to keep track of your daily habits. If you recall from Kent Healy's episode 33, We all have the same amount of time and that the most successful people in the world manage their time really well. Let's put this into action. To better manage your time and activities, block off your activities that are non-negotiable on your calendar. And then you can add in negotiable activities around what you must do. Be clear about what could possibly take you away from the activities you've blocked off so you don't just randomly cancel important parts of your day when you're called to do something else. Protect your time, it's your greatest asset. With the proper use of your time, you'll see your results will soar. Tip number four, replace negative thinking with positive thinking. In order to break negative thought patterns or ruminating, use something in your head to break this destructive pattern. Put this into action. An effective strategy used in cognitive behavioral therapy is to say the word switch in your head as you focus on switching the negative emotion or thought to something more positive. 
we all have these automatic negative thoughts that come in and out of our head at times, but we must have a strategy to stop them from ruminating or continuing in a loop. And we've got to have something that switches it off or it's going to take us away from our goals. I've always used the strategy of just saying stop when this happens and this changes the thought pattern in my head to something more productive. Tip number five is find an accountability partner who you can count on to keep you on track with your goals. Entrepreneur, investor, author, and public speaker Gary Vaynerchuk did this when he wanted to lose weight. His trainer followed him around every minute of the day to keep him on track. You should be able to change your habits without having to go to this extreme of having someone follow you around every second of the day. But if you're still struggling, there are many ways to reach out to others and ask for help. I hope that you found these tips helpful and I'd love to hear from you if you do implement any of these ideas. I'm excited about the next few guests to launch the new year with ideas, research and strategies that are being implemented around the world to improve performance in school, sports and the workplace. Stay tuned and Happy New Year. If you're enjoying the Neuroscience Meets Social and Emotional Learning podcast, please don't forget to subscribe so you'll stay up to date with our new episodes. While you're there, please feel free to give us a review or a five-star rating as it helps others find us. For more information on our programs, books, and tools for schools and the workplace, visit us at www.achieveit360.com. 